Hello and welcome to Grace and Truth, part two. I hope you enjoyed part one. Grace is the fun bit of Grace and Truth. Grace is the nice bit, the easy bit. But truth, that's a little more uncomfortable. Does truth mean that there's only so much grace, that there are limits on it, that for all that grace is wonderful, there's more to it than that? I heard grace and truth described, and truth is sometimes used to say that, actually, no, you, you've got to try harder. You've got to put more effort in. And I got a little uncomfortable, so I decided to go and have a little look. What is truth actually talking about? What does John mean when he says that the Lord came with grace and truth? And I found another word. Another translation for truth. The other word was reality. Jesus Christ came with grace and with reality. Now that sounds a little odd. But think about it. When Jesus spoke, the crowds listened to him. And they'd heard some of the things he'd said. They'd heard them from the rabbis, they'd heard them from the Pharisees, they'd heard them from religious men. But it wasn't the same. When the religious men spoke, it was ritual, it was empty, it was just a form of words. There was no power to it, there was no substance. It didn't really mean anything. But then they heard the Lord speak, then they heard the words of Jesus. And that was like nothing they'd ever heard. For 400 years, Israel had lived in darkness without a prophet, without a miracle, without any real revelation of their God. And all their hopes, all of their old laws, all of the Old Testament had become a formula. It had lost its power. But when Jesus came, something changed. When the, when the scribes spoke and they talked about freedom from captivity, it sounded wonderful, but it wasn't the experience of the people they spoke to. But when Jesus came and he spoke about freedom from captivity, he found men and women who were possessed by demons and he set them free. He found men and women who were in bondage to blindness, to leprosy, to being lame, to appalling illnesses, and he healed them and set them free. He found people whose lives were a complete mess, like Mary Magdalene, who must have been in absolute despair. And when Jesus spoke, his words were more than words. He spoke with power. He brought reality. He gave those words meaning. He gave them substance. They changed her life when Jesus spoke to Mary. The Old Testament is full of pictures. The tabernacle is a picture of a, of a true temple, of a true house of the Lord. The original came to earth with Jesus Christ. He was the true temple. He is the true temple, the true tabernacle. 
When Jesus said, I'm the bread of life, it wasn't just words. He spoke and five loaves and two fish fed over 5,000 people. When he said, I am the resurrection and the life, he went and he faced down death and he rose again and he proved that death is not our end. When he said that he was living water, he meant it. The water that you and I drink, that keeps us going for a little while, a matter of days, and then we have to drink again. And in fact, usually a lot sooner than that. But what Jesus gives us, the life that we will live by, the life that is inside his people, that lasts for eternity. That doesn't pass away, it doesn't fade, it doesn't dry up, it doesn't evaporate. When Jesus came, he came with grace. He came to make us worthy to live a life with the living God. But he also came with the substance and reality of what was only words to everyone else. Without Jesus, all we have are slogans, rituals, empty phrases that keep us going perhaps for a few days but don't really change or solve anything but when Jesus came he brought reality he brought the substance he brought true salvation and he has given us eternal life that will never pass away <laughs>